So one thing I will say, I feel like both of these movies... Wait, 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 real quick. Uh, Sorry. Oh, gosh. What? The temperature turned up real loud for I'm not sure why, and it hurt my ear. The temperature? Volume? (laughs) You know, the sound temperature. (laughs) You're not wrong. I thought you meant your computer was overheating. (laughs) I think we found our little opening (laughs) bit. This is Ezra. And this is Sistertainment. And this is our podcast. Yep, that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, you might notice the audio quality is different. I don't know yet if it's good or bad, but it will be different because I am currently in Georgia and I took all of our recording setup. So Amanda is uh, using something else. Yeah, I have... This is actually a headset I got when uh, mom and dad bought us or bought me uh, Rosetta Stone French that uh, I never ended up using. So <laughs> we, we, they bought me Rosetta Stone German that I also never used. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. think they bought Abby Rosetta Stone Spanish as well. I don't think so. I think we're the favorites. Don't tell, don't tell Abby. Okay. Hey, <laughs> Abby, don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> hey, John, don't tell Abby. <laughs> Speaking of people we know in real life listening to our podcast, um, Mother has informed me that she has been listening and that she listened to the first episode twice to make sure she understood everything. And I was like, (gasps) she said that, but like continued the conversation. And I had no way of telling her, please don't understand everything. (laughs) You don't need to. No. Oh my gosh. No. (laughs) And then uh, apparently we mentioned dad a lot more than her, except for when I warned that I was about to say WTF. Um, is when I said, stop listening, mom. So that's where we're at. Hi, mom. I love you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to our podcast. I hated that so much. (laughs) Dude, you have been gone for what? Like three, four days? Four, I think. This is the fourth. I am touch starved. And it's been like, (laughs) it's been four days. It was, it was fine though. Cause then I went over to Megan's to watch X-Men. Uh, Murphy was there, their dog. I sat on the floor and he is just like this big... Um, golden retriever and he was just like trying to sit in my lap and it was so fun I just like hugged him and I was like this is my replacement Ezra <laughs> that's so good um, today after Waffle House for breakfast we did hang out on the couch while mom was doing laundry and watching Mad Men and I oh. was on my way to a nap already and then dad sits down next to me and they have a giant stuffed Bernese Mountain Dog and he just places that in my arms and I was like, cool, nap time it is. So we both got to t- cuddle with different types of dogs today, or uh, recently. Oh, <laughs> how's Mad Men? Um, I, I got into it, like, or I started watching it a few years back and only got, like, uh, five episodes into it. The costumes, the clothing, the set design, stunning. Don Draper, piece of shit. 
<laughs> um, you're watching Umbrella Academy, though. Good? Yes. Um, I love it very much. I think mom and dad are mostly humoring me with watching it, but <laughs> it has really good music in the soundtrack, which helps. Okay, yeah, because Hannah and Jordan are both like, you gotta watch it, and I, it keeps showing up on my Netflix, and I just am like, eh, I'll just rewatch Shit's Creek. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. It takes a lot of energy to get into something new. But Umbrella Academy, there is a type for, like, every type of character you like. We'll have to go through it specifically sometime, but Mm -hmm. um, there is the gay fan favorite, probably because I think he's explicitly confirmed as bi. Um, And he, oh, he's so sad. (laughs) But he's (laughs) also the comic relief. Oh, classic. He can talk to dead people. And he also wears eyeliner and not very many clothes. And oh, is a I've seen super him. drug addict. Okay, Because I know he can is. see their dead brother. It's a no. lot. That's He's a good sad. boy. Klaus okay. is our boy. Anyway. Okay. So. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm going to make sure we introduce our topic this week. Our topic is Heathers versus Mean Girls. Mean Girls versus Heathers. Which movie's better? Or how yeah. they're similar? Who yeah, knows? kind of a compare and contrast. Almost like the My Chemical Romance Fallout Boy one, but were you planning on deciding a winner? Um, I don't know. Okay, let's we'll see if we do. Let's, let's, let's keep it sleazy. <laughs> so, I don't mean to start it off on, like, a negative note, but, like, I feel like both of these movies had, like, a lot of potential. Like, Heather's was, like, made in the 80s. Uh-huh. And then early 2000s for Mean Girls. Uh-huh. Both of their soundtracks were garbage. Yeah. They were, like, majorly disappointing. I didn't recognize that the first time, but I was like, um, yuck? Not yuck. It was just, like, un- like it was unimpressive. It reminds me of, um, this week we also watched Jennifer's Body with some friends just mm-hmm. for fun, and that had a most spectacular soundtrack. Really good one. And just watching Mean Girls and Heathers after that, you're just like, you could have tried a lot harder. Yeah. It's funny, though. I feel like Heathers... Um, the one thing I did notice and appreciate, uh, there was the same song that played at three separate points during Mean Girls. Oh, yeah. What song was that? I don't know the song off the okay. top of my head. It like, But at, it played very close to the beginning where, like, they're hanging out at Regina's house and it comes on the radio and oh, then it, yeah. and then later once she's more of a plastic and then it plays at prom and um it's something like Janice says I love this song and Damien says I hate this song and then Katie's like I know, know this, this song. song oh because she like heard it because she had time. heard it three oh, times this is her third time hearing it in the movie like oh, it's cool. I mean it's I think it's a good way of showing how time has passed and like yeah. Um, I did want to mention the score, which is slightly separate from the soundtrack, because, yeah. like, um, the score of Heathers, I think, is really distinctive, and I, that's one of the most distinctive things about it to me, is, like, I will see a gif of it on Tumblr or whatever, and mm-hmm. I know exactly what's mu- what music is playing at that part, and how, like, every time JD is on screen, he's got, like, this, like, almost cowboy western kind of background musical motif going and I think it it does the job well but I also wish that you know like Toxic by Britney Spears would play <laughs> for real so yeah they could have yeah Toxic by Britney Spears in every movie 2020 they, they should have uh, used that song more in the early 2000s I don't know what we were thinking 
It's okay. You know who did use it? Doctor Who on their second episode of the reboot or third episode of the reboot. Where, seriously, one of the best things ever. We're going to play a traditional Earth ballad to mourn the fact that the Earth is going to be destroyed today. And then Toxic by Britney Spears comes on. And it is one of the best things ever. So I will say, when we started watching Heathers, I was, I I made this, like, running tally of, like, whether or not I found JD attractive or not. (laughs) Because it goes through waves, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, ooh, ooh, you're getting really murdery. Greetings and salutations. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Dad can do a pretty good JD impression. And he, okay, it's good. I, I, it, it's, I, yeah, I could see Dad, yeah. Um, and then, like, watching it, I was like, I feel like he's definitely hotter than Aaron Samuels. And then I started watching it, and I was like, yes, but only barely. JD is attractive in the fun, bad boy, edgy kind of way. Yeah. And he's definitely got an interesting face. Mm-hmm. And then Aaron Samuels is the most cookie cutter vanilla boy that oh has gosh, ever existed. Man. He's so boring. Like, Zach Efron ripoff boy. Oh, sorry. I just realized in my notes, I'm putting things together. Like, oh, it's all <gasps> coming together. So I wrote down while watching Heather's that they use... Veronica specifically towards Heather Chandler, uh, she says you're beautiful when she means to insult somebody. Mm-hmm. And then in Mean, mean Girls, Girls, Regina's like, oh my that's gosh, adorable. I, love, I love that skirt. Where did you get it? And then that's the ugliest skirt uh, I've ever seen. Like, they're the <laughs> same, like, oh, the parallels. It's, yeah, I, I, watching it, I feel like there was more, um, like, comparing Heather Chandler. Chandler to um, Regina, I feel like there was definitely more malicious intent with Chandler. Like, I, I feel like with Regina, it was just like, oh, high school, la da 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 da, kind of, kind of frivolous. Yes. And yeah, it was mean, but like, I feel like with Heather Chandler, she, like, there was parts like after Veronica puked on her that she, like, you could just see it in her face, like, mm, excellent, I'm gonna screw her over because she sucks and I'm awesome. Yeah, there's definitely, overall, Regina's much more petty mean mm-hmm. and i feel like heather is and all the heathers are much more actively like i want to make you feel bad specifically yeah. and not for any good reason they're more intentional mm-hmm. i do want to say like as far as negatives for both these movies go heathers has a lot of sexist and rapey undertones and mean girls has a lot of racist undertones with wait What? I will explain. The fact that Katie is from Africa while being white and, like, Mm. there's, like, the tribal music soundtrack. I don't know if you noticed that. It was weird. Okay. And, like... Yeah. Okay. And then also comparing, like, people to animals, which was interesting choice. And the, the, like, dividing people up by race... Where, like, you either had to be a cool Asian or a nerd Asian. Nerd you Asian. couldn't just be a... unapproachable black people. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So... and Interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't think of that, but that's true. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Also, interesting. like, you, when you try to draw parallels between the, these movies, you want to say Regina and Heather Chandler, and then Heather McNamara and Amanda Seyfried's character... Karen. Karen, thank you. And then Gretchen and Heather Duke. Duke. 
and then Veronica and Katie. Veronica and, yeah. But it, it doesn't quite work that way to me. Why? Because Katie came into the movie as an outsider and became That's true. the head bitch in charge, if you will. Yeah. She she almost seems more Heather Dukey to me. Okay, I could see. Well, because Heather Duke was part of the group, though. Yeah, but... She'd have become the head honcho. But Veronica was always part of the group, and, like, she herself didn't provide any shake-up to the status quo. JD was the okay. one who did all of the shake-up. So we do not even have McNamara in it? Well, no, or... I mean, like, there's definitely parallels between Ka- Karen and McNamara, but... Yeah. I would say Regina and Chandler, yes, but Katie is Duke. And we haven't met. And maybe, I don't know. It's hard to draw parallels because I think they play very different roles. And just because there's three mean girls and a fourth one, it doesn't work. Yeah, and that's kind of why we decided this. Because, like, in all reality, like, the stakes are so much higher in Heather's. Like... JD is literally murdering people. <laughs> Maybe they deserve it. You know, I'm not going to say one way or the other because, I mean, a little bit, yeah. But, well, no, I don't know that. But it's just it's not his place to decide. Yeah, okay. Let's get all serious <laughs> about capital punishment on our fun comedy podcast. I do have to say, like, as many similarities as there are, and, like, they're technically both fun teen movies... Heather's is more of a horror movie than anything else, and Mean Girls bit, is yeah. much more a teen comedy than anything else. Like, it's a horror, dark comedy, but it follows a lot of horror tropes in some ways, yeah. I would say. Hey, we should discuss the parentage that's happening in both movies. The parenting. Bad parenting. I would say Caddy, Katie's parents are the best. <laughs> I can't believe you did the thing in the movie. I didn't mean to. Katie's. Okay, Katie's parents... uh, I can't believe that they wouldn't know what grounding your kids is. They just haven't had to practice. And so they... I don't know. Listen. I don't know. Like, like they're idiots. I'm not saying they're, like, smart, great parents. I'm saying they're the best out of what we got. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, And then second best... I mean, I I think Regina's mom has good intentions. Yeah, she's, yeah, good intentions, a little, I wouldn't choose to parent that way. Oh, yeah, obviously. If I did, if I did choose which parent I was going to be, I would definitely be Katie's parents. <laughs> Dumbass. <laughs> well, okay, do you want me to be a murderer like JD's dad or or like oblivious and just like, uh, what is the very um, robotic, shallow, shallow and robotic with my kids like Veronica's? Like absolutely not. I okay. If I have to choose between parenting like Regina's mom and parenting like Veronica's parents, I would go with Veronica's parents. Why do I smoke these th- damn things? Because <laughs> you're an idiot. Oh, that's right. I mean, yeah, it's kind of fun. I was the thing. I don't. I think there is something to be said about Regina's parents. Like, I wouldn't let my kid have the master. Like, that is just ridiculous. They have not earned that, right? Yeah. Are they both? Oh, my gosh. They're both junior. Wait, in both movies, they're, the kids are juniors, yeah? I think so, yeah. I feel like something I noticed, and I did a little bit of research on this, 
Um, the ages of the actual actors and actresses. No way. What? I also looked that up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm absolutely shook. What? Well, okay. Rachel McAdams was the oldest at the time. She was 25, which I felt like overall the Mean Girls, they did better about casting younger people for the high school role. Again, still too old, but like, whatever. I think they did a little bit better. Although, um... Mean or Heather's did win with Veronica actually being sixteen, so yeah. I know your opinion on this. Um, I do think that I I appreciated that Mean Girls had accurate outfits for the time. Yes, yeah. Heather's costumes were so much better. Oh my gosh, just so good. Listen, I close my eyes and I think about Winona Ryder in in Heather's as Veronica. All the time. <laughs> Just because her outfit when she goes and gets the slushy with JD. Even her opening outfit with the patchwork black and white blazer. Um, oh, she has so cute. She's a really good navy bluish blazer outfit later on when she's killing Kurt and Ram. This show is crazy. It's so <laughs> good. I just, it just yeah. 10 out of 10 would wear everything she wears. And I also think that like from like a professional filmography angle they did a better job of designating roles to all of the mean girls quote-unquote um Mm -hmm. because there's the red scrunchie of power and if you're in power you get the red and heather mcnamara is always wearing green and heather duke was always wearing yellow no strike that reverse it and veronica was always wearing blue and then when duke comes to power she starts wearing red and then uh, eventually when Veronica steals the uh, red scrunchie of power, as it literally is called in my notes, like she <laughs> she almost like gets rid of the color coding. Um, yeah. And in Mean Girls, everyone just wears pink. And it's like, I get it. On Wednesdays, yeah. you wear pink. But like... They're always kind of wearing pink? Yeah. Just like, calm down. Yeah. There's other colors. And also, like, <laughs> if I didn't... If I hadn't watched this a million times, I would get your names mixed up over and over and over again. With Mean Girls? Yeah. Really? I okay. mean, I'd probably remember the dumb one, and then I'd probably get Regina and Gretchen mixed up all the time. Also, was anyone named Regina in the early 2000s? No. Probably. I, I don't mean, know. I mean, Katie seems like a normal name. Karen, sure. Gretchen seems kind of... Yeah. And Regina, what? That's... Gretchen's really pulling at straws. They're not great. Janice and Damien? Damien, yes. Janice? But yeah, everyone's name is very weird. I do want to mention Regina and Janice, like, at the very beginning of the movie, they act almost identical. Oh. Because, like, they do the being nice but kind of teasing about it to draw katie into both of their circles and then as soon as like you start getting close you see how bitter and angry and Mm. mean each of them are and um i really do believe that regina does have a big fat lesbian crush on janice like it's true like the it would explain everything about regina is if yeah. she had a big fat lesbian crush and was internalizing all of her homophobia, and also Aaron Samuels is gay. <laughs> I don't have a justification for that. I just Jeez. know it in my heart. I'm down. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with the Regina thing. Like, 
she's, she's, I mean, listen, she had a lot of issues, I think, and she just took it out on Janice, and Janice just kind of owned it more. The thing <laughs> is, you said something about Janice is more upfront about being mean. Did I? I think you just said. I, I, <laughs> I just wanted to bring in the quote, I can't remember who's, I think Katie says it. There's good and bad to everybody. Regina's just upfront about it. Is she though? She is. Like, is she though? You like? I mean, like she does the backhanded or the compliment lying to people. Yeah. But on, but other than that, like she's a straight up bitch to everybody. It's true. And I feel like, like you, Janice oh. doesn't hide anything either, though. Like I think we should compare their relationship with Katie first. Yeah. And in that case, I mean, honestly, Regina's more honest with. Katie because Janice yeah. straight up lies about her history with Regina and um like always redirects the conversation and Regina she's just too shallow to lie like she doesn't have anything to lie about because she's focused on being as shallow as possible gosh I want to rewrite this movie so it's gay Tina Fey <laughs> where are you give me the rights and let me make it gay Tina, we could have done this and made it so much gayer. We could have had it all. Rolling in the deep. So, obviously, I think this is a good place where we could compare Veronica and Katie. Uh-huh. Is Katie, like, like in her inner monologue, she talks about, like, I, I could, like, feel myself talking about Regina and I couldn't make myself stop. And it just kept coming up, like word vomit. Do you think she noticed herself becoming a plastic? Well, she, like, in her narration, she's kind of said she did but that doesn't mean she actually noticed i I, like i think it comes back to like the old adage of fake it till you make it yeah if you're faking it enough eventually you're gonna make it whether or not you want to keep faking it you know like if you're wearing a mask for so long some at some point it's just gonna become your face and that's how masks work (laughs) yes yeah because i was thinking about that versus veronica because like she talked like she didn't know what was going on and like, oh, I knew I wasn't going to actually kill Ram or whatever. But like, part of me is like, I feel like she knew. Yeah, I think for at least Veronica, she's making a lot of subconscious decisions. And I think the way things are filmed is to give a her plausible deniability and us as the right? audience to give her plausible de- deniability. But I mean... For example, when they're about to go uh, give Heather Chandler the hangover cure um, Mm. that's actually poison, she probably halfway up the stairs would have noticed that it had a lid on it. Right. And she would have remembered, oh, JD put the lid on the, the Drano or whatever, and I probably shouldn't give this to her, blah, blah, blah. I think there's some sort of willful ignorance where she was swept up by JD's Mm -hmm. fantasy and- Was like, okay, cool, let's, I mean, I subconsciously want this to happen, so my actions are gonna allow it to happen, even Mm -hmm. if I'm not doing it deliberately. I think Katie- Less willful ignorant, I think she was more just- I think she has a little more justification- One, because there's no murder involved, but also, (laughs) like, um, she is, like, this is the first time she has friends. She's in a new place, she is feeling so special, like, I can't imagine what that'd be like to, like, suddenly- go into this world and be, like, so popular and interesting and everyone wants you or wants to be you. And, like, that's gotta, that's gotta mess with you some. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I, yeah, I would say that, like, 
Katie's definitely naive, but I don't. I think she realized what she was doing a lot more than Veronica did. I think so too. Um, I I like to think so anyway. But also, like Veronica is such a more likable character than Katie. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I I wouldn't have originally thought there's just something about like a fun, happy movie that makes me think like all the characters are going to be better and more likable. But realistically, like they're all kind of okay. Here's a question, kind of related. Which do you think was a more accurate portrayal of high school students? Like, murder aside, like... Honestly, I think Heather's was more accurate. Hmm. Um, In Mean Girls, it was like Regina specifically knew everything about everyone. Hmm. And maybe it's the size of high school I went to. (laughs) But no one cares about each other that much. And like, I as a choir kid did, did not give a second of my thoughts to the cheerleaders, for example. Yeah. Like, my drama was with all of the choir kids, mm-hmm. specifically. And Heather's... Well, I mean, not really. If you had it drama, was, it would have been with the choir. Yeah, there okay. was, like, mild... Like, the most mild of dramas that could have happened. Yeah. Um, like, someone not showing up to acapella practice. <gasps> not acapella practice! But, like, because with Heather's... The drama was very concentrated within their friend group. Like, they Mm -hmm. vaguely interacted with some other friend groups, but, like, it was like a, I mean, it was more like they were required to interact Mm -hmm. with that friend group. You know, like the, The it just, they were very isolated. And Mm -hmm. I think that's more accurate to how high school is. Like, I don't think the cliques are as defined as the, as Janice and Damien said they were in the cafeteria. Yeah, that was so unrealistic to me. Like, yeah, like, I know my, like, my junior year, especially, like, like, sophomore and junior year, we always sat at the same table, and we had the general same group of people, but, like, you had different lunches every day, like, you could do A or B lunch. Yeah, and again, maybe that's the size of school we went to. Huge school we went to. And, okay, okay, my least favorite thing Mean Girls loses 10,000 points for showing Katie eating in the bathroom multiple times. Are you kidding me? High school bathrooms are the worst. Literally the worst. Like, I get Heather Duke going in there to throw up. Yeah, that makes sense. I get that. But to eat? No, no. That's the opposite of what you do in the bathroom. Okay, like, and I know Katie didn't have a car, but like, that's what I would do when, like, my friends were gone for a day and I, like, didn't want to have to, like, eat in the lunchroom alone. Like, I could have had friends. Like, don't don't pity me. I'm, like, I could have sat with someone I just didn't want to because I had my laptop and I'd watch How I Met Your Mother in my car and eat my sandwich. Like, it was fine. <laughs> and I was the type who ate outside. Like, mm. when the weather was good, I was always eating outside with or without friends. Were you and- really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. You're not, and- not outdoorsy anymore. No, I just, well, the school we went to was like a prison. There were no windows in that entire school. It It was was the worst. It was a nightmare. So I'd get my 20 minutes of sunshine at my lunch break, um, or I'd go take a nap in the library. And cured your depression every time you went outside for 20 minutes. Yep, that's how (laughs) depression's cured. (laughs) That's why I'm the thriving individual I am today. (laughs) No, no symptoms of depression here. (laughs) I cured that. (laughs) All this brain chemistry balanced as hell. (laughs) That was a lie in case anyone didn't gather. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, 
I did want to mention something I noticed while watching Heather's was how, um, I, I like every time I rewatch a movie, I will usually like focus on a different character as Mm. much as possible. And I did that with Heather Duke this time Mm. and how her resentment for Heather Chandler was so, so strong. Like it was all of her character and like her bulimia and like Heather Chandler making fun of the bulimia. And then as soon as Heather Chandler is gone, like the next day she's shown eating and Mm -hmm. she's like happy. And she's like, I can be myself because this terror of a human being isn't around. And like, she's free instantly. And it's so true. And it's, I think it's some, uh, uh, bringing it back to comparing it to mean girls. As soon as Regina was gone, they latched on to the next one. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Oh my gosh. Another comparison. They both had the school wide feeling session. Yeah. Both were bad. Both were very bad. Mean girls was better though. Like, like, I feel like it would have been more effective. Mm, something else oh i just thought this i don't know if it is actually poignant but it feels you know impressive (laughs) chaos breeds chaos and so i think that's what's happening with jd and his dad yeah which is fun yeah and chaos is what killed the dinosaurs darling i got i have to say regina has a very specific and weird sense of loyalty and morality because she, at some points, is shown being very protective of the plastics. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's interesting. I feel like it's kind of like that whole, I can make fun of my friends and sisters, but you can't. If you mess yes. with them, I'm going to murder you. Like when they say Damien's too gay to function. It's okay when Janice says it. Yeah. Also, mood. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Which, speaking of which, I did take a... Which characters are you most like quiz? And Damien was one of the characters I was most like. Oh, anyway. Okay, sorry. There was something I did. Okay, so I would think in our generation, Mean Girls is obviously more well-known. Yes. The, like, people quote it. It's meme meme memeable, Whatever. Yeah. It's meme-tastic, as they say. <laughs> yeah, as everyone says always. I love meme-tastic. that. meme <laughs> It feels like something Dan or Phil would say. Anyway. Sounds like something mom or dad would say. Anyway, so, um, I feel like in the end, Katie really did learn a good lesson. Um, and I I feel like there was a good lesson to be learned in it, and a more, uh, approachable, more, um, or applicable lesson for, like, I don't think most high schoolers are struggling with murdering people, right? Yeah, the the lesson to be learned in Heather's is don't let a cute guy persuade you to murder people. And that doesn't apply to most people. No, right? But, like, in Heather's, or Mean Girls, it's like, yeah, like, you can be you, you can make friends who are different than you, but, like, it's not... I I don't know really what the lesson is, maybe. (laughs) I think there's a lot of lessons in Mean Girls. I think there's, uh... Don't change yourself to fit in lesson. Mm-hmm. There is a you don't need to put others down to bring yourself up lesson. That's the one I was thinking of. K- 
Okay, yes. And there's also, uh, don't dumb yourself down for boys, you idiot. Or for anyone, for that matter. Well, yeah, but, like... Mostly it's, it's happening. It, I think it's specifically targeted towards straight girls, mm-hmm. because that's, like, what's shown in media, and I think it's a more widespread problem, yeah. is women dulling their intellect to be more attractive to men. For sure. So, yeah, so that was, like... I, I feel like there are some really good lessons in here, but... Everyone just focuses not on the lessons. Like, yeah. Which, which I get. Like, there's funny things in it. But, like, it's disappointing for me specifically that they don't, like, focus on the, hey, you don't need to put others down. Ever. Yeah. Lesson. Instead, we're just going to talk about October 3rd. One of the most accurate sections of Mean Girls is when Katie comes home from her first day of school and she just ignores her parents and like storms off and she's like it's the worst thing that ever happened (laughs) and then the second day she like stops and talks to her family and they're like were people nice and she's like no and then did you make friends yeah (laughs) that is high school (laughs) my favorite line uh well not my favorite line but from heather's one that i really enjoyed was uh when jd is going to Veronica's house, he was like, I love you. I was coming here to kill you, but, like, I still love you. And I was like, oh my gosh. Hashtag goals. Hashtag that feels very Romeo and Juliet, I guess. It is. It's like reverse Romeo and Juliet. Instead of killing themselves, they're killing everybody else. Cute. (laughs) I do want to say, it's very funny how Mean Girls talks a lot about social suicide, and mm-hmm. Heather's is talking about literal suicide. <laughs> and it's just it's just yeah. funny. That is interesting, because like I feel like the actual suicide is more important to talk about than social suicide, because social sh- suicide doesn't exist outside that's, of high that's school. Nothing. Like it's nonsense. Who cares about your reputation? Who cares about reputations ever? Joan Jett certainly does not. I don't give a damn. <gasps> Mom, I made a score. <laughs> Edit it out. This is kind of g- gonna go to like My Chemical Romance again, and that like Heather's is the more artistic movie, yeah. I'd say. And then Heather, or no, Heather's was more artistic. Mean Girls was like for fun. Um, but I did love that shot of Veronica after the explosion when she was just like smoking. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Oh, I did want to mention one of my favorite lines from Heather's is. Dear Diary, it seems my teen angst bullshit has a body count. It's so good. Because, like, you used to quote that a lot, and then I, like, watched it with you, and then we watched it again. And, like, I think the second time hearing it, I was like, that's funny. Like, it really hit me that time. I think overall, like, this is a cult classic, yeah? Yeah, cult classic. So it didn't get a lot of appreciation at the time, but has since. I feel like it needs more. It was. It's a really fun movie. Like it's a good one. It's it's clever, and I love that because like Mean Girls is funny and it has its moments, but overall it's not that witty. Yeah, it, it it's pretty basic level as far as movies. It's accessible. Go. It's accessible. The fallout Boy of teen comedy. <laughs> uh, okay, one thing though, I will never forgive Veronica for. She writes so big in her journal it drives me nuts how many journals does she have and i love that like we never actually get a focused shot of her handwriting until we see jd's imitation of her handwriting yes which is funny but i'm very proud of him for learning to forge her signature that's cute yeah that was very hashtag relationship goals no no they're not (laughs) you're 
<laughs> like so sorry this is going back to the cute boys and um but <laughs> my thing it says Aaron Samuels is not cute <laughs> so I'm not sure I know I can't tell it is fun to see like Rachel McAdams and Amanda Seyfried in this as like oh yeah like like because like I've seen them in other things and more like um uh, uh serious roles I guess and it's fun to go back and be like ah it's them where they started maybe well and especially like going back to when we watched Jennifer's Body. The difference between Karen and Needy is such a wide, wide difference. Like, it's both high school drama, but it's Amanda Seyfried doing both ends of the spectrum. And she does a really fantastic job. I think she plays the airhead really well. I think she's a very fun actress. She and and her and Mamma Mia, also so good. Her and Les Mis was fantastic. Hey. I hate her Give character. Give Amanda but... Seyfried more roles. Twenty. Yeah, she's good. I feel like she's the like Ama- or Amy Adams of like the next generation. It's kind oh. of underappreciated. I like that. Thank but you. But also give Amy Adams an Oscar. No, but really, she deserves so many. Yeah, that's most of my opinions. Okay, kiss, marry, kill. McNamara, Chandler, Duke. Hmm. Kill Duke. Okay. Mary. McNamara. Yep. Kiss Chandler. Yep, I agree. I like McNamara. I think like, she's a little bit of a dit, but Duke is just annoying. Duke is just annoying. And then also, I feel like there's a lot that we don't know about Heather Chandler. And like, there is something that made her the way she is, and we never got a chance to explore it. And so she probably has hidden depths. So you're going to explore that while kissing her? <laughs> oh, no. I just th- <laughs> mean she doesn't deserve to die. Oh, okay, that's fair. Do you have another kiss, Mary kill, or do I need to come up with one real quick for you? I'm going to have you do Karen, Gretchen, and Regina. Hmm. Kill Gretchen. Okay. Kiss Karen, marry Regina. For the money? Yeah. Yeah. Also, because it's Rachel McAdams. She That's has the fair. cutest dimples. She's so cute. Dude, she was so good in Eurovision. I know, we're, I know you're over that movie, but I'm just still here for it. it she did very fantastic in that movie. Um, so, Kiss, Mary Kill, JD, I can't remember his name, but the guy who's at the newspaper, and who, like, is always at the lunchtime money thing in Heathers. Oh, okay. Remember him? Yeah, that, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, nerdy guy? Yeah. Wish we knew his name. And then the third is gonna be... Kurt and Ram. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> What's the opposite of uh, uh, polygamy? Like the girls have multiple wives? Uh, or husbands? Polyandry. Polyandry. I should know that. Interesting. So a JD as JD? JD as is. Straight up JD. Oh, he's rough. <laughs> I'm going to kiss Kurt and Ram. I don't want them to die. I feel bad. <laughs> you but love I don't want... those dead gay sons. I love my dead gay sons. Um... <laughs> you know what I'm going to do? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to marry JD and kill the newspaper guy. Mood, though. <laughs> It's just like the Ozai thing all over again. Yeah. I feel a little bit bad, but I really like JD. Like, oh, like, the murder I could do without. 
obviously. <laughs> but everything else I'm a fan of. He's silly. Okay. And then Mean Girls, Kiss, Mary Kill, Aaron, Kevin G, or Damien? Hmm. I... Oh, gosh. They're all thoroughly unappealing. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. Because, like, at first I was like, oh, obviously kill Kenny G. Oh, no, then I'm going to have to end up with Aaron or something? Ugh. Uh, Nah. Kiss Damien. That's not bad. Oh, gosh. I hate this. (laughs) This is not good. There's no. not that many male characters, no. so it's kind Which of hard. Nice. I'm so sorry. No, that's fine. We will. I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, uh, really throw a plot twist here. I think and marry Kenny G and kill Aaron Samuels. Nice. I feel like Kenny's smart and he could, you know, provide a good life. That's I don't, what I was thinking as I well. I don't trust Aaron with that. No. Also, he's boring. <laughs> yes, he's so boring. Gosh, JD really sucked during the breakup, didn't he? Yeah, he definitely could have handled that a million times better. And he does in fanfic. Oh, good. Yeah, well, see, that's like one thing I love. Like, rewrite it so I can have a good JD. I'm here for it. Just give me a movie deal so I can write a perfect rewrite of both Mean Girls and Heathers in one. And the way it's framed is that the mother is the Veronica and the daughter is the Katie going through her thing or something like that. And how it's like it has flashbacks to the mom's time in high school. Oh, And she's trying to advise her daughter on how to, you know, have a better time in high school. And she's like, how would you know anything? And she's like, my ex tried to blow up the school. That's how I know things, daughter. You're doing it so you can have Winona Ryder as the character. Okay, don't call me out like this. Because <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Is I was going to be like, so are you going to have Winona Ryder be a high schooler? Because I could see you doing that too. I also would do that. <laughs> she just plays all the parts. And then at the end, Winona Ryder and Tina Fey kiss. Aww. Why? What characters are they? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Do I need to justify? You're like the, the, the guy from Tangled. And Vladimir Kalexera. Unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> and then like the little smile. Hey, it's fan fiction. Yeah, that's, that's fan fiction. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast, and thank you to our friend Jordan for being our pod dad and helping us upload and post episodes. What is their name? The Victory Style. The Victory Style. My gosh, that was embarrassingly long. I was like, anyway, the song is called Not Into It, and it's a really good song if you can find it on YouTube or whatever. And thank you to my friend Elliot for doing our cover art. You can find them at Elliot HT Art on Twitter and Instagram. And thank you to me for thinking of this episode title, or this episode... Topic. Topic. Thank you. (laughs) You can also find us on Twitter and Instagram if you search Sistertainment Podcast. You should be able to find us. We're very cute. It's the same picture as on the Spotify thing. Is that on our uh, iTunes too? Yes. I haven't been on there. I haven't looked at it. What? You don't download our own episode in three different places and listen to it in each place like I do? Do you really? Yeah. 
I want to boost <laughs> our so numbers. <laughs> I love it. That's fine. I didn't know that was an option. I wasn't thinking. Also, you can um, rate and review us on uh, the Apple Podcast Store. Um, I've heard that's a good thing for podcasts. So if you uh, enjoy listening to us, please do so. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's it. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. What's your damage, Heather? Since Amanda's gone, I'm going to say something about her. Amanda's cool. What were you saying about me? Nothing. Boo, you whore. It's hard singing with you. Yeah, no, we can't sing in sync via this, huh? That's disappointing.